Hey guys, welcome to this week's extra podcast episode. That's right, we have some extra content for you guys today. Anyway, I will be interviewing EQ from the Weird Couch in just a few seconds here. But make sure you subscribe to me and him uh, with all the links in the description of the podcast below. Anyway, let's get straight into the interview. Click that extra. Well, uh, we were just, uh, in our last podcast, we were just discussing with uh, me and Wraith, we were discussing about VidCon London and how it's uh, really different to Melbourne and Australia, uh, sorry, Melbourne and America. What is it actually like for you being there? Uh, it's super weird, one. Um, two, uh, I, to, be, to be honest, not to discourage anybody from coming to VidCon London, but it, it, it was disappointing the first couple days, right? So the way that they set it up this year is they had uh, badge day um, was actually like creators can pick up their badges, but there was nothing. There was, we had no access to pretty much anything. We had to like explore the rest of the exp- or not the expo hall, but the rest of the convention center um, because we couldn't do anything where the VidCon area was at. It was all industry. So mm-hmm. industry basically had um, an entire two days to themselves with a bunch of stuff planned. Then the third day, when it was supposed to be like creator day, the expo hall wasn't open. So yeah, literally, I at that. All, yeah, all we had was were, were panels, which is cool because you know, like, hey, panels are you know awesome. You can learn a lot of stuff, but there it wasn't like um, it, it just wasn't what I'm what I'm used to. You know, like this is my sixth VidCon, right? So then Saturday, yesterday was the first day they held they had the expo hall open. Um, so it's actually the expo hall here is way better than the one in Melbourne. Like the last two years in Melbourne, they've kind of the first year was uh, was pretty good. The set this last year was not that great. No, they did. I don't know why, but they did a lot better job at this one. You know, there's a lot of booths. There's a lot of things, even though it's still small. Yeah, there's still a lot more stuff to do. So um, that's pretty awesome. Um, I have pictures that's going to go up on my uh, uh, on Snapchat and on uh, Facebook. Um, so then, so that's, you know, basically it's two industry days, full industry days and yeah. two full com- uh, community days. And then creators get kind of stuck in the middle of the second industry day. Right. And then the rest of the weekend, but there's the, the only thing that they're doing good for us is the vid IQ booth set up in our creator lounge. Right. So instead of being down on the floor or out in the creator hallway, like they did in Anaheim, they set up inside the lounge oh, yeah. and they sponsored or whatever. So that's pretty dope. If you've never done vidIQ or had a channel audit by TubeBuddy or vidIQ, you should definitely do it. They're amazing people. Actually, on a secret note, not a secret note, but uh, one of the guys from vidIQ is going to help me um, figure out the answer to my channel. Because oh, yeah. he, he, like, this is the second time he's done an audit for me. He's like, I really want to help you out because I know you got some really dope stuff. And the fact that you're like bumping the algorithm doesn't know how to find you. That's what it is. Yeah. What what it comes down to. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Well, super interesting because um, I was saying to uh, all the listeners that it is a separated event, and I'd love to see how people actually react to it. Because I know that there were definitely I the one of the reasons why was because there was overlapping panels and 
one person would go to want to go to this one, but they wanted to go to this other one, so they'd have to choose between. Um, I know that was one of the reasons behind it, but it's super interesting to see uh, how it's actually being portrayed to creators and stuff like that. Because yeah, I did see that the expo hall wasn't open. I was like, mm, that's a bit weird. You're stuck for two days, and you're like, oh yeah, just straight up learning for two days. And there's no like community to go and interact with. Exactly. That's the that's the whole point. That's why we're creators, right? Is to interact with the community, uh, make make new subscribers and meet new friends. You know that kind of deal. So it took me. Uh, what was it? Was it yesterday? Yeah. So I've been here since the tenth, exploring London. Wow. Right. So when we pick up our badges, there was like nobody in line, and everybody was all like businessy because most mostly it was industry people. Mm. So, I had I literally was frustrated. You know me on bad day. Yeah. Um, so that was <laughs> yeah. Thursday. Then Friday we show up and it was like all right. I still was very disappointed. Like this sucks. We don't have no expo hall, no community people to like interact with. So then yesterday I had to make up for bad day. So all the creators are in the creator hallway or whatever. And so I did this whole just waving at people, saying hi. And then did high fives, and we had like this competition between me and my two uh, buddies, Arthur and Steven. Um, they're both in wheelchairs, and so they did fist bump tank, and then I did high fives, and we like, you know, arbitrary score or whatever. And so like I kind of made up for Badge Day to like break that ice and get everybody like pumped and like it's okay to be excited because they have security here, bro. Remember I was telling you about Anaheim? Yeah. With uh, with like they have like three different security firms yeah. and like dogs and stuff. First day here, man, I walk up and we're here getting our badges and I see like two, two security people with dogs. And I'm like, really? Like, I get that there's a security threat. I, I know this for like, I was in the military, you know, this. Yeah. Um, but the idea that you're going to be walking around with dogs like that, like it makes people feel like they can't be a creator, that they can't be excited for being here. So I was vlogging. And then the security guard just walked up to me and, like, grabbed my badge. Like, no personal space, no, like, excuse me, sir, can I see your badge? Nothing. Interesting. And I was like, wow, you guys are, like, being really rude right now. Like, I don't care if it's an international event or not. Like, the fact of the matter is, is the, the security people that VidCon and Viacom hire for these events, they're not, like, telling them, like, listen, you need to be on your job. But you also need to understand that there's a bunch of people. This is how they operate. Like they need to give them a class. Like there's going to be people with cameras. They're going to be walking everywhere. People sometimes don't know where they're at and they're going to go somewhere. Like you know, the other security guards, like the door security guards, they're pretty nice. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, whatever. But the guys that are roaming around, it's like, dude, come on, man. Like I, I got a camera. I'm vlogging. Like you can't just walk up and like grab me. You need to like, hey, sir, I'm sorry, you can't be here. Then if I fight back or like I get yeah, up and, and that's you know what I'm saying like there's a certain etiquette to it and they're not they're not following that etiquette too well well interesting so. because I know that in the code of conduct that we sign that when we register for VidCon it's like um, cameras are everywhere it's expected that you'll be filmed exactly and I know that security I was somebody that the other day yeah and security I mean it's been lacking the like from uh, from US VidCon last year uh, through VidCon Australia to London because I know that I got pulled up because I had an industry badge and I wasn't allowed to go up to the creator track as uh, right the, to the creator party because I, I had an industry badge 
they I think they need to communicate uh, with their teams a bit more. Yes, they do. They definitely do because that's um, so. As another story, uh, my buddy uh, Matthew McKenna, we were talking about him, right? Like, yeah. So we're buddies, and um, he was telling me that because um, he's friends with uh, Relici, Reliki. Um, she's a, a animation artist. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyways, so uh, I don't know if there are green wristbands in Melbourne, Anaheim, but here, in order to get into like the Facebook lounge or the Instagram lounge or the, you know that kind of thing with those people, you either have to have that that yellow "I'm invited" an invited creator, or um, they were handing out green wristbands that give you access, which I've never really fully heard of. Like um, I know that some people are like, oh yeah, somebody just handed me this wristband. Um, so they were giving them out in like the panels and like other places. And then a lot of the invited creators like Choppa and Matthew, um, were ha- like Choppa gave one to Amara and then Matthew oh. uh, gave one to, uh, Lichi. Interesting. And so what happened is they went, they went to go get in and the security was like, oh, you can't get in because you need to have both. And Matthew's like, no, 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 no. Like you either have to have this badge or that wristband. You don't have to have them both. And he's like, no, you have to have them both. Uh, they weren't even letting him in. Wow. Like, and he's the and he's them. one of the the invited guests. Exactly. He's one of the invited guests. They're like, no, sir, you need to have both. And he's like, no. And the, the security guard like brought up like the rules. He's like, see right here. And he read it off saying, uh, you need one or the other <laughs> to get in. Like, and he still didn't get it. Like, he was like, no, 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 but, like, you have to have both. And so, like, there's, like, three people, even the, that security guard's, like, boss. Finally, I was like, okay, sir, so, like, what are we supposed to do kind of deal? And it's like, this is what we're talking about. Like, you hire these people, and you need to – I don't know what VidCon does. I don't know how they, yeah. you know, bring these people up to speed, you know, because they have a job to do, and this is this is important. That's their job. Their job is to make sure people aren't – going into places they're not supposed to be. So I can see where like their wires get crossed, but that shouldn't be a thing anymore because it's freaking VidCon. Yeah. Like, and then Viacom bought VidCon. It's like, come on guys, don't you have like a little training thing that you do? Like you have a 12 year old invited guest that's coming through, right? Who in their mind, this is not like a big deal. You know, like, hey, I'm going into this thing. I've got this badge, I showed you. You're really gonna tell these people, you know, whether it's adults or kids, like, you're like, no, like, you can't come in because, and they're like, wait, no, I was told that I can come in here. Then you start causing a problem, Yeah. you know, and that problem, like, Escalates. yeah, it just blows up, so. Yeah, that's super interesting, because, yeah, man, I think then, yeah, maybe do a little workshop or something on like that beforehand, because I know that they give <laughs> a, a little security brief, but they don't do much. I mean, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Anyway, is is it good though? Would you compare it as an annual event that they should do, and is it just that you want it to keep its original path where all three tracks have it on the same days, or would you keep it how it currently is? So, <clears throat> overall, yes, I think it's wonderful. All the be- all the stories that I heard about Amsterdam and the both years and how they they cut the community track last year. Mm. I think that's all crap. So compared to what I've heard about those two, this is amazing. And then I hate to say it because I love going to, to Melbourne, uh, Melbourne. Um, but if I had to rate them, it'd be like Anaheim, London, Melbourne. Like they put 
enough. They put the effort that I think they should have put in their first London VidCon that they should have put into both of the Australia VidCons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I really like that. Now, as far as the splitting it up, I totally agree that they need to take the industry people and put, like, basically, since they're going to be there working on the, you know, weekdays or whatever, if they're going to do that, yeah, give them, you know, two days and then let them overlap with, like, creators. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can have one, you know, like, their industry day on their own, and then they can even overlap with one of the creator days and one of the community days, and then give that that basically let that be it you know but i think they should keep the creator and community days together full three days together because those those small creators like us that's that's where we're going to shine that's where we're going to make uh you know some of our base audience is that in-person meeting you know Mm. like going down and 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 sometimes it's not even like about getting the subscribers that day it's about making an impression. And if we don't have the opportunity to make that impression with the community, yeah. then we're just going to struggle that much harder when it comes to making the videos online. Because, you know, when you're down there and you're talking talking with people and you're seeing how the community is and like what they're responding to, it kind of gives you a boost of confidence to like your online personality and like how you portray yourself on film, you know, because you're like, oh, okay, this worked in person, so let me see if I can do this on camera. You know, because, you know, like when you're filming something, you don't always have that. You don't have that immediate feedback. Yeah. And I don't think VidCon takes that into consideration there, you know, because it's a business, right? Yeah. I don't think they fully understand how much the creators rely on being able to interact with the community. All right. Interesting. And also you have a uh, wristband on this year. Uh, is that a RFID yes. wristband there? Yes, I was actually shocked because they're doing it. One, it's super dope because it's black. It looks so really sick. I by like the that way. they did. Yeah, um, they have. There's like different ones. So I think some of the featured creators have or their like own if they're one? a speaker or something like that have this uh, a wristband. It's like the same black one, but their wristband is, isn't purple and blue uh, VidCon. It's like YouTube. It's like black and white, and it says YouTube yes. on it. Uh, so, but yeah, no, RFID, and with, again, that's why I was like, man, I think the reason they did that is because, Liam, let me tell you this. Have you seen the layout for the Excel London Convention Center? Um, I've looked at the this, map. It looks very confusing compared to the Melbourne one. So, this convention center is so massive. Yeah, like, and there's three I'm events currently going vlog. on during VidCon. Was, yeah, I was going to say there's a full-size car show and yeah. a full-size motorcycle show, one on each side of the convention center, and they're still not using everything. Like, they're still – like, it takes probably a good 20 to 30 minutes if you're walking at a decent pace, m- maybe a little bit longer, to go from the front door to the very end of the Jeez. convention center where Vid- VidCon is is being held. Wow. Like it's, and there's so many people. It's freaking ridiculous so honestly it's one of those things where if you came to vidcon and you know like next year if they still have it where it's broken up what i'm going to do is i'll get the creator badge and i'll pick up my badge but i'm going to go and get a ticket for some other convention so that i have something to do some things to see and interact with you know because i'll tell you what though (laughs) especially for my short film like uh i don't know if we're going to do it today or not we might do it where we might get a um, pass into the motorcycle show and go around and start telling people about hey man i did this this motorcycle short film like 
check it out. Like it's awesome. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the convention center is definitely, but it's cool because, uh, pro tip, right. Um, my friend Alita, she got us this Airbnb and this Airbnb is like literally 0.5 miles from the front door. Oh really? But we can take, we can take, there's a tram, there's a tube, right? Yeah. So right out behind our, our Airbnb, we can ride the tube up two stops to the end of the convention center and what? get out and walk straight in. Yeah, because I saw that. I saw that on the map that said that there's a station uh, at the VidCon entrance, which is super. Yeah, there's. it's actually, uh, it's like three stops. So there's one stop at the front, there's one <laughs> stop in the middle, and then there's one stop at the end. <laughs> That's how big this place is. So you could it's literally, ridiculous. if you were going to two conventions at the same time, and you had to trans uh, get transport to both of them, you could literally just take the train. <laughs> to yeah, save the time. Like if you, if you wanted to, and the food court, man. So you know how we go down to the DFO to eat a lot of the time. Yeah, that the food, food court, court looks so is, impressive. Right, it's it's got some really good good food, and there's actually like a high end restaurant in like the center, and the restaurant where you sit so the bars underneath and then if you want to eat at the restaurant you walk up some stairs and it's like a second it's like a second floor uh eating area Whoa. and it's like this place is so fancy bro we ate up we didn't realize how fancy it was we <laughs> sat up there ordered some booger burgers and like ordered a starter and so like they came over gave us the starter and you know how most restaurants they give you the starter but they're already cooking your next meal and then like they'll bring it out whenever it's ready no, this dude waited until I was done with my starter, and then he was like, are you ready for your, your main? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, like, put it in so that it would come out, like, freshly hot. And then, like, him standing off to the side, not interrupting it. There's nobody else in the restaurant at this point, and he's not interrupting us. And then, like, I look up, and he's like, is there anything I can get you? Like, it was a very weird experience to have that kind of, like, fancy service in – like a convention center. Yeah, and and like VidCon. Food's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for VidCon too. So it's like, oh, it's nuts. That's cool. Um, but um, yeah, it sounds like you're having a great time uh, with some great people. Um, a little a little, uh, a little, bit of complaints, but that's normal for a big convention like this, um, especially yeah. when, you know, everyone can't be happy with everything. Um, but yeah, it's been great yeah. talking to you and, uh, we'll definitely catch up very soon. I know that VidCon Australia is going to be announced very, very soon. Yes. Yes. No, it's been great. Thanks for having me. Uh, if anybody wants to know any more about like how I do VidCon, I do have a, a tips video on how to do VidCon and international travel. Then everybody can check out on my channel, The Weird Couch. It'll be in the podcast description. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Take it easy, Liam. Yeah, j'attends.